once before that when you were working for me last year, said the planter, who knew something of the ways of nativedom. Then it's my aunt, and she was just the same as a mother to me, said Deesa, weeping more than ever. She has left eighteen small children entirely without bread, and it is I who must fill their little stomachs, said Deesa, beating his head on the floor. Who brought you the news? said the planter. The post, said Deesa. There hasn't been a post here for the past week. Get back to your lines. A devastating sickness has fallen on my village and all my wives are dying, yelled Deesa, really in tears this time. Call Chihun, who comes from Deesa's village, said the planter. Chihun, has this man a wife? He, said Chihun. No, not a woman of our village would look at him. They'd sooner marry the elephant. June snorted. Deesa wept and bellowed. You will get into a difficulty in a minute, said the planter. Go back to your work. Now I will speak heaven's truth, gulped Deesa with an inspiration. I haven't been drunk for two months. I desire to depart in order to get properly drunk afar off and distant from this heavenly plantation. Thus I shall cause no trouble. A flickering smile crossed the planter's face. Deesa, said he, you've spoken the truth, and I'd give you leave on the spot, if anything could be done with Morty Gorge while you're away. You know that he will only obey your orders. May the light of the heavens live forty thousand years. I shall be absent but ten little days. After that, upon my faith and honour and soul, I return. As to the inconsiderable interval, have I the gracious permission of the heaven-born to call up Morty Gooch? Permission was granted, and in answer to Deesa's shrill yell, the lordly Tusker swung out of the shade of a clump of trees, where he had been squirting dust over himself, till his master should return. Light of my heart, protector of the drunken, mountain of might, Give ear, said Deesa, standing in front of him. Mutiguj gave ear and saluted with his trunk. I am going away, said Deesa. Mutiguj's eyes twinkled. He liked jaunts as well as his master. One could snatch all manner of nice things from the roadside then. But you, you fubsy old pig, must stay behind and work. The twinkle died out as Mutiguj tried to look delighted. He hated stump hauling on the plantation. It hurt his teeth. I shall be gone for ten days, O oh delectable one. Hold up your near forefeet and I'll impress the fact upon it, warty toad of a dried mud puddle. Deesa took a tent peg and banged Mortigouge ten times on the nails. Mortigouge grunted and shuffled from foot to foot. Ten days, said Deesa. You must work and haul and root trees as Chahun here shall order you. Take up Chihun and set him on your neck. Mutiguj curled up the tip of his trunk. Chihun put his foot there and was swung on to the neck. Deesa handed Chihun the heavy ankus, the iron elephant goad. Chihun thumped Mutiguj's bald head as a pavia thumps a curbstone. Mutiguj trumpeted. Be still, hog of the backwoods. Jihoon's your mahout for ten days, and now bid me goodbye, beast after mine own heart. Oh, my lord, my king, 
jewel of all created elephants, lily of the herd, preserve your honoured health, be virtuous, adieu. Mortigouge lapped his trunk round Isa and swung him into the air twice. That was his way of bidding the man goodbye. He'll work now, said Disa to the planter. Have I leave to go? The planter nodded, and Disa dived into the woods. Mortigouge went back to haul stumps. Jihun was very kind to him, but he felt unhappy and forlorn notwithstanding. Jihun gave him little balls of spices and tickled him under the chin, and Jihun's little baby cooed to him after work was over and Chihun's wife called him a darling. But Morty Gooch was a bachelor by instinct, as Disa was. He did not understand the domestic emotions. He wanted the light of his universe back again, the drink and the drunken slumber, the savage beatings and the savage...